You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 269, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra with you here. Episode 269. So <laughs> I think I'm going on this kick. I haven't even named this series of She Runs the Show podcast episodes, but I think the theme is coming to me as I record these, that essentially the theme of probably the next five to 10 episodes is very, very simple. Handle your business. Handle your business. Because I think at the end of the day, if there's something that I have learned with um, with life in COVID and life in this experience, I think, yes, there is a space for grief and there's a space for mourning and there is a space for looking at the entirety of your life and, and how fleeting it can be and how easy it is to not be here tomorrow, right? COVID really showed me on a certain level that people can be here one day and not be here the next Yes, there's time for processing that and getting real with our mortality, right? But then you got to do something about that. Then you got to go, but I'm still here and I have work to do and I was put here for a reason. And so I feel like handle your business really sums up the fact that I might be a hot mess in my emotions and I might be all in my feelings and I might have serious issues that I'm dealing with and I might be going through things that I didn't expect to go through. You know, for example, I didn't expect uh, even in my 20s to have fertility issues. I didn't expect that uh, coming from a lineage of women who got pregnant with ease, one grandmother, I think, had seven, eight, nine children. The other one had six or seven. My mother got pregnant as easily as she wanted to every single time she wanted to. I never expected that my journey with infertility would be what it's been. In my 20s, it was that way. And now that I want to have more babies in my 40s, I'm dealing with it again. I dealt with it in my 20s. I dealt with it in my 30s. I'm dealing with it in my 40s. So I give you that example because I want you to understand that I get that there are certain issues in all of our lives that that still, when we think about them, even though that we're years beyond them, that still bring us to our knees, that still, when we think about the things and the people that we've lost and, and the, the poor choices that we've made and the things that they have costed us, we, we literally just feel our whole body cave in because of how much time has been lost that cannot be recovered. I get it. I totally understand. And here's what I want to say. Everything that you've lost and everything that didn't happen the way you expected to and every situation that was not up to your standards and every time you treated yourself as less than and every time you settled for less than you deserved and every time you you betrayed yourself by not keeping the commitments you made to yourself but keeping the commitments you made to every every time you've done any of that not pursuing the business the way you want to not running the business the way that you want to not asking for what you're worth in your own business every time you've done any of those things i want you to understand that they have so much value to the moment that you're in right now and the moment that we're all in right now is a moment where we have to really say, given that life is short, 
given that things like pandemics happen, given that businesses shut down, the whole world shuts down, given that children are walking around wearing masks to school, or five-year-olds are sitting in kindergarten on Zoom acting a fool, like given the way the world has just flipped on its head, given the possibility of all of that, not just now, but in future times as well, given the fact that I can't control any of that, let me take a hold of what I can control. And let me decide what it is I want my life to look like, no matter what the external circumstances are. And let me cultivate that life with joy and with clarity and with inspiration and with intention. And you know what? With power, with power. So in today's episode, when I say forget the what ifs, do the work, I am saying handle your business. But what I'm really saying is, What if you didn't have to worry about what if? What if you weren't always waiting for the other shoe to drop? What if you were just living in the space of, I got this, I deserve this, I want this, I will work as hard as I have to to get this, and whatever obstacles come my way, they were meant for me, which also means I have everything within me to handle them, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. That's exactly what I'm going to do. So that's what we're talking about on today's episode. Forget the what ifs. It is time. No matter what you're going through, no matter what emotions are coming through, it is time to do the work. Now, if you find that you've been living a life where you've been playing small on purpose and you've been hustling for your worthiness, I'm going to invite you to join me on a webinar that I did a few months ago called how it's called return to you, how to stop hustling for your worthiness and create the life you deserve. It is a powerful webinar. You can watch it anytime and as many times as you want to. You can sign up for the webinar at tinyurl.com forward slash return to you webinar. That is tinyurl.com forward slash return to you webinar. And as always, if you are not on my daily dose of inspiration email list and you are not getting those daily get it together talks that I send to everybody's inbox every day by 7 p.m. Mountain, go to tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose. That's tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose and sign up for those over there. Okay. Let's talk about this, shall we? Because so many people, especially in a time of a pandemic, are sitting on the fence of their lives, kind of going, well, I'm going to wait for it to be over, and I'm going to wait for this to clear, and I'm going to wait for this to change, and I can't make any decisions right now, and I can't move right now, and I can't change jobs right now because everything's so uncertain. Listen, I agree with you. There's a lot of uncertainty, but there always is. Just because you don't feel it the way you feel it with COVID and just because you don't see it as blatantly as you're seeing it with COVID doesn't mean that that the bulk of life actually, even though you've been telling yourself otherwise, the bulk of life is actually pretty uncertain because you know what it is. It is. So let's just start with accepting the fact that the bulk of life is uncertain. A lot of it is out of our control and therefore we shouldn't worry about what's coming next because it's going to come next at some point, but we need to focus all of our attention on what is actually in our control, doing the work, doing the work. So let me say a couple of things, especially to those people who are listening and you tend, you're a worrier. You're a worrier because you've created the habit of worry in your life. You're a worrier because somehow worrying has become your comfort zone and it feels pretty safe to you to worry. And you're a worrier because you somehow believe on some level, even though you'd never admit it to anybody else, that worrying makes you feel like you have some level of control, which no, it just stresses you the hell out and it makes you feel like crap and you never get to enjoy the present moment of your life. Just saying. Okay. Point number one, playing the what ifs 
will get you stuck. Playing the what ifs will get you stuck. So anytime you find yourself going into the woulda, shoulda, coulda game and playing the what ifs, you need to slap your hand and go, nope, nope, nope. We're not, that is not, there is nothing for me in the what if game. Because the bottom line and the truth of it is this, playing the what ifs will get you stuck. You need to decide what you want and then immediately, and when I say immediately, I mean the next minute after you decide what you want, get into doing the work. Decide When you start to play the what if game, go, no, no, no. What do I want out of this situation? What do I want out of my life? What do I want out of the next month? Decide what you want and then immediately get into doing the work. And here's the truth. I love this quote. It says, there is no magic to achievement. It's really about hard work, choices, and persistence. And can I just sit on the choices piece? Because you get to choose what you think about the things that are happening in your life. So is the situation you're in, although it might be pretty shitty, is it happening for you or to you? That's called, I'm either playing the victor in this situation, no matter how uncomfortable I am, or I'm playing the victim. Is whatever is happening, la vida loca in your life right now, is this happening for you or is this happening to you? Get out of the what if game, decide what you want, and then immediately get into doing the work because there is no magic to achievement. At the end of the day, all achievements come down to hard work, choices, and persistence. Consistency is king. Second point to forgetting the what ifs and doing the work. Any, and I repeat, any major achievement is going to require years of work. This is one I'm telling, I'm a moon in Aries. Look it up if you don't know what it means. I'm a Capricorn by birth, right? My son is in Capricorn, but I'm so Aries in like, I am impatient. I want to move to the next thing. I want to go. I want to lead. I want to make it happen. And it has taken me 42 years and more than and a little over half, 42 and a half plus for me to finally say, my Aries is super powerful in driving action. So on a daily basis, I need to activate that fire. But in terms of, of deciding when I move on really major decisions, my Aries is really not good at that. And I've let my Aries run the show for about 20 years. So I will say, the second thing you got to do to forget the what ifs and do the work is you got to understand that this is years. I don't care what the goal is. You give me any goal, buy a house, years, if you're going to do it right. Get into the fittest shape of your life. Years, I'm talking one to two years. Muscle takes time to develop and refine and tone and lean out and look good. You, build your booty? Years, my friends. You're talking two to three years to build your booty so that it looks like a fitness model, so if that's what you're going for. Years. Any school, college, PhD, law degree, MD, years. Business. We can talk in decades, okay? Decades, just say. Any major achievement is going to require years of work. So if you want to shorten the time, you've got to work consistently, diligently, and you've got to be the hardest worker in the room every time. And I'm talking every day. I know people don't like to hear that. I know people want to say, well, we don't agree with Gary Vee and we don't agree with, you know, Grant Cardone. Well, look, you're free to not agree with Gary Vee and Grant Cardone. But I'm also going to say you probably don't have the private jet that Grant Cardone has either. And maybe you don't want a private jet. Maybe you want a mortgage for the rest of your life. Maybe you want to worry about where the money's coming from. Maybe you don't want any of that stuff. And if you don't want it, I'm, look, I celebrate you. But if you're saying you don't agree with Gary Vee and Grant Cardone, 
and you're looking at the empires that they've built and the things they get to enjoy, and you are sitting here going, but I want that, then you're, let's just be clear, then you have some incongruence going on between what you say you want and what you're willing to do to get it. Because at the end of the day, if you want to shorten the time, you've got to work consistently, diligently, and you've got to be the hardest worker in the room every single time. And Serena Williams said it best when she said, don't let anybody work harder than you. Let me ask you a question. Are you the hardest working person in the room when it comes to your business? I'm, I'm just asking, are, are you the hardest working person in the room when it comes to your body and your fitness level? You say you want to be at a certain fitness. Are, are you doing the work? Are you the hardest working person in the room when it comes to your family? You say you want to be the best parent on the planet. You want a family where when they grow up and, and they have their own children, they go, my family was everything and then some. Are you doing the work? Because if you're talking a good game, but you're not actually living it, then there's no point even talking about it because you are sitting in the what ifs and you are not doing the work. At the end of the day, don't let anybody work harder than you. Now, are you going to be tired from being the hardest working person in the room? Yes, you are. I mean, come on now. I hear people, well, you know, I don't want to get in adrenal fatigue and thyroid and all that. Listen, I'm not saying destroy your health to get to a goal. But I'm going to tell you, as somebody who on average is working out three to four hours a day, five to six days a week right now. I just spent three hours this morning meal prepping all my food for the next 14 days. That's three hours of my life I am never getting back, but I needed to prep my meals. Otherwise, I'm not going to eat right. And not eating right is counterproductive to working out three to four hours a day. I got to tell you, like none of this is easy and all of this requires a whole ton of work. And I'm trying to figure out the balance between, you know, being the hardest working person in the room when it comes to my business and being the hardest working person in the room when it comes to my fitness and my health. It is not an easy balance. There is no balance to this. You will be out of balance when you are go when you, when you are doing what Serena Williams says, don't let anybody work harder than you. You are not going to have balance. That is the price you pay to get to your level of success faster. It is the price that must be paid. Now, if you are willing to slow it down and you're willing to, you know, take, you know, I don't know, four times as long to get to the goal, then yeah, you can sort of not be the hardest working person in the room and still work really hard and get there. Four, it takes you four times as long. If you're okay with that, I'm just not okay with that. And I think there are a lot of people out there talking about not being okay with taking so long to get to certain places, but they're not actually hustling the way they're supposed to be. And then they wonder why they're not seeing the results. You know what? Every time I don't get a result, whether it's in my body or my business, every time I don't get a result, I don't need to ask the question, why didn't I get that result? You know why? Because I know why I didn't get that result. I didn't get that result because I wasn't the hardest working person in the room. I didn't do the work. I didn't put in the time. I wasn't absolutely vigilant. I wasn't on my A game. I wasn't bringing everything I have to the table. I know why. I don't have to ask why. And I'm sure for you, it's the same thing. So if you want to forget the what ifs, get off this whole thing of trying to find shortcuts and trying to do this like boot camp style. There is no boot camp style to your life. There is no boot camp style to your life. Your life is about years of investment. And you know what? I love when people think things take too long to get there because I used to be one of those people. Here's what I'm saying to myself now is it takes me years to even be able to step on a stage for my first NPC bikini competition and bodybuilding. Here's what I'm saying to myself now, because you know, right now, 
it's going to take me the next two years just to get into good enough shape to actually do 12 weeks of prep to step on a stage. So I'm probably two and a half years out from that first stage moment, not even the IFBB Bikini Pro goal, okay? I'm two and a half years out. Here's what I'm saying to myself now. I am worth however long it takes to get there. Do you see the change in mindset on that? Instead of being like, why does it take so long? And how long is this going to take? And is there any way to shorten it? What I'm saying to myself now is I am worth however long it takes to get there. Because I'm worth that. And I want you saying the same thing to yourself. Here's the final point that I want to say about the forget the what ifs and do the work. And this is a hard one for me because I find motivation in, in, in broadcasting what I'm working on. But I'm going to say this to myself, and I'm also going to say this to you. Forget about broadcasting what you're working on. Work in the dark and let your results speak for themselves. Now, look, I say all of that, but I'm going to let you know, after I did my three hours of meal prep today, I posted a picture of all that food on Facebook because I did the work. And now that it's in the light, I put it out there. But for example, other than hearing this podcast and knowing that I'm going for IFBB Bikini Pro status, you don't actually know, you know. I don't give you weekly updates. I don't tell you like the ups and the downs of it, the ins and the outs, like what's happening with my measurement. I don't do that. You know why? Because I'm working in the dark. So there is a piece of this that if you want to not get caught up in the what ifs and if you don't want people questioning your ability to achieve something. See, the moment you introduce what you're doing to the world before it's done, you also introduce the opportunity for them to judge, criticize and question you, which then brings more self-doubt to the table than you actually need which then causes in many cases for you to get derailed. So my final point on forgetting the what ifs and doing the work is this, forget about broadcasting what you're working on. Work in the dark. Let your results do all the speaking for for yourself. In other words, love this quote, don't tell people your plans, show them your results. Don't tell people your plans, show them your results. Look, you don't know what my results are in certain areas of my life because I'm just not publishing about them. I'm just not talking about them, but I have some results. I look at them every day and I smile and I feel joyful because, ooh, I did that. Ooh, I produced that. Ooh, you know, um, but I'm going to wait for a lot of the really big things that I'm currently working on in my life and business. I'm going to wait till the result is so big that the results tell you I got them. And there's a lot of power in operating that way. Number one, you eliminate a lot of the external self-doubt that you simply don't need. We each have enough self-doubt on our own. We don't need help with that. Two, you really get your focus and your intensity and your energy on the process, on what you need to do today to get closer to the goal. And you're not sidetracked by, you know, other people asking you for help or asking you questions about what you're doing or, you know, or even people patting you on the back and you getting a temporary reward for something you haven't even done yet, right? All of that's eliminated when you work in the dark. And then the final piece is when you work in the dark, your results will speak for themselves. And then you talk to people about what it took for you to get there, which is why I always highly recommend that you journal the entire journey. Because when your results speak loud enough to show the world that you've gotten there, if you haven't journaled every day from start to that moment, you will have forgotten a lot of the hard things. And so when people say, well, what did you do? You'll be giving them a false answer because you only remember it from the mountaintop, but you don't remember all the valley moments. And I'm just going to tell you the valley moments make or break your ability to get to a goal. It is the valley moments 
that determine your strength and your stamina. So journal everything so that when you get to the mountaintop and people ask you about the journey, you can review the, the, the reality of the valley moments and you can speak to those. But like, don't talk about stuff in the valley now. Like you got enough to do in the valley. Just be in the valley, do it in the dark, work your stuff, and then let your results speak for themselves. Period. The end. Now, if you are not even sure where you want to take your life, if you're like, I don't even know, like I have a sense of what I want, but I, I don't know if I'm capable of getting there. I have a beautiful online program called Elevate Your Life. It is a four-week online coaching program. You can check it out at CassandraVaughn.com forward slash programs. It will help you get your mind right around what you really want, what you desire, who you want to be, and it will help you develop that first plan to get there. So it's called Elevate Your Life. Go to CassandraVon.com forward slash programs. Check it out. And if you have not read my book, Not Built to Be Broken, that is a powerful book for anybody who's in a stage where you're like, my life needs to change. My life needs to change. And I've been through a lot and it's really tough and I, and I can't seem to let the past go, but I know I need to let the past go and not focus on the what ifs so I can actually get to the, the present day work of creating the future that I deserve and I desire. If you're in that space, not to not built to be broken is something wonderful to listen to on Audible. You can find that on Amazon by going to tinyurl.com forward slash not built to be broken. All right, everybody, I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.